0: hi welcome to positively positive if you're new here my name is sarah and if that's a surprise to you listen to the end of episode 16 it'll make more sense and i have genital herpes hsv2 today i'm going over my experience of telling family members that i have an sti if you've been here for a minute you know this is not an episode i ever thought i would be making (laughs) this is not something i ever thought i would be doing but we did it we talked about herpes with my conservative christian family members and if those or any family members of mine have clicked onto this podcast, go away. You don't have to be here. Listen to some music, have some cheesecake. You really don't have to listen to me talk about sex and STIs. Please just rip those headphones out of your ears. And now that they're gone, God bless us all. Let's talk about herpes, baby. Let's start with my mother, sweet lady. And then we'll get to my brother, two very different reactions. Some context, my mother and I have never ever talked about sex, never ever had a conversation about my dating life. She's never asked me if I have a dating life. We're very don't ask, don't tell family until I started telling. (laughs) She has brought up my brother's dating lives who are openly dating lovely gals, my cousin's dating lives who are like basically all married or with the person they're gonna be married to. She's brought up everyone else's relationship status except mine. I knew she wanted to know, and she would beat around the bush with it sometimes, but my thought process was, look, if she's not going to directly ask me, I'm not offering up the info. She doesn't need it. But I think she was also a bit jealous of how close her siblings, my aunt and uncle, are with their kids, my cousins, who are always sharing their lives. And I'm a bit of a competitive person. So, a weird little part of my brain was like, <laughs> you think they're close? Okay, they may talk about relationships, but did they talk about sex? Do they talk about STIs? I'm going to share something so intimate you'll rue the day you were ever jealous of their relationships. And then who wins? Me. I win the closeness competition. The completely healthy and not at all self-serving competition that no one else knows about, let alone is participating in. Winner! Ganya! Okay. So, while I am kind of joking but kind of not, the main reason I told my mom I have herpes is because I'm lazy. And keeping secrets and holding things back is annoying. And it takes effort. And it takes carefully directing certain conversations and dodging questions. And I am just too fucking lazy for that. It's so much effort. I'm a grown ass woman. Yes, I'm your daughter. But let's cut the religiously ingrained purity bullshit out and have an honest, adult conversation for once. Because I do love you, and I do want to be close with you, and this is part of that. My mom also runs a charity and has been working with women who have experienced trauma and abuse for many years now. She's about to release a book of her poetry and short stories outlining her own experience with domestic abuse, and she's just an absolute fucking superhero and champion of women. And I so badly wanted to be like, hey, mom, I've actually kind of made a difference for a couple people too. Look at all this work I've put into this thing that people relate to and are responding to and finding informative. And I'm fucking proud of it. I'm proud of my voice. I'm proud of my growth, my strength. Like, fuck, I wanna share that with you. So, before that happened, This woman one day finally directly asks me if I've ever had a boyfriend. (laughs) A direct question in this family? The audacity. So I dodged it naturally. I can finesse the shit out of answering a question while not answering a question. I should be a politician. Then the next day or a few days later, I was like, you know what? I do decide to tell her I have herpes, we should probably start off with just the fact that I have dated in general. So, as I'm hanging out with my mom and my brother, I was like, hey, bro, mom finally asked me if I've ever had a boyfriend, isn't that funny? Took her long enough. And he was like, so, did you answer her? He knew I dated. I had needed something from him once and he would only give it to me in exchange for information on my dating life, stone cold negotiations. <laughs> but he'd never pass that information on. Sibling solidarity, you know? So I was like, yeah, mom, I have had a boyfriend. And she was trying so hard not to react or give off any indication of judgment. So I'd keep talking. It was honestly kind of amusing to watch. And she asked if I had a boyfriend right now. To which I said, not officially. And let me tell you when this woman could not understand the idea of seeing someone unofficially. She was like, but what does that mean? And my brother was like, It means there's someone, but it's not official. People don't just meet and get married two months later anymore, Mom. (laughs) She legit could not comprehend the nature of my relationship, but I just told her he was funny and it was pretty new and we enjoyed hanging out together. How was that. Stage one of introducing my mother to the fact that I had herpes was complete. You can't just come in with the STI bombshell straight off the top to a God-fearing woman who thinks her adult daughter is still a virgin. (laughs) You gotta lay the foundation before you put the walls up, okay? A few days later, I was like, hey mom, uh, I wanna show you my website. Let's go into your office. She has a home office. And she was like, ugly dugly, let's go. Now, as I have said before, the best thing you can do whenever you're telling someone about an STI status is to go in with raging confidence. Okay, so this is what I did. Having never talked about sex with my mom before, I knew I was going to have to assure her that sexuality was an amazing, positive, (laughs) consensual part of my life. Especially because I knew that that was basically the complete opposite of her experience with sexuality. And the complete opposite of all the older women in my entire family's relationship with sexuality. There has been a lot of sexual, emotional, mental, and financial abuse of the women in my family, and they are all rock stars for coming out the other end of it. And I wanted my mom to know that above all else, I have not fallen into those cycles. I have broken those generational patterns, and I have so many tools that she never had, and I know how to use them. Confidence, boundaries, the ability to walk away from shit that isn't working. I'm economically and socially independent and my value and my sense of self does not come from men. It doesn't come from relationships and it doesn't come from sex, but I like men and I like relationships and I like sex and it's a wonderful part of my life. I think I started with, so I know we've never talked about this or relationships in general, but I'm not a virgin. I've had some wonderful relationships. I do have an STI. And her immediate reaction was something like, oh, no, (laughs) I legit can't remember if it was, oh, no, or like, oh, my God, or something else like that. But it was an immediate reaction of, like, fear and shock. And I was expecting that, so it didn't throw me off. I had my spiel ready of, no, no, it's okay. I'm totally fine. I've never experienced any abuse or anything like that. I'm good, sexuality is a healthy part of my life. This is something that's really common and just happens to have a bit of a stigma around it. That's all. And our first question was, are you in pain? Typical mom question, gotta love (laughs) him. It reminds me of the time I crashed my unregistered uninsured vehicle full of friends into a Lexus on the highway, an experience I don't recommend. And when I told my mom, she asked if anyone was hurt while my dad asked, how's the car? And that's the difference between men and women, ladies and gentlemen. I'm kidding, but I'm not. So, of course, I answered my mom, no, no, that's not how it works. I got sick in the beginning, but I'm totally fine now. It's just one of many viruses I happen to test positive for. We're full of them. If I ever need medication, I do have it at home, just in case. And I reiterated all the positives and calmly answered her questions. She didn't really have that many, to be honest. She did tell me someone in my family's significant other gets semi-regular cold sores when they're stressed out. And that couple has been together for a long time, so by that logic, ya girl probably ain't the only one in this family with the herp. Now I do know couples who have been together decades and one partner is still negative for HSV, but with a partner who regularly experiences outbreaks and this couple is a younger couple in my family. I'm willing to bet they're doing certain things with their mouths. I was just putting it out there that yeah, girl ain't carrying the torch by herself in this bloodline, okay? Which just brings us back to the fact that everyone knows someone with herpes if they don't already have it themselves. I also found out some other stuff about my family that I didn't particularly ask for or need to know, but that's what happens when you share with other people. They share right back, oftentimes way more than you asked for. And you're like, whoa, bro, I just have herpes. I cannot fucking help you with the entirety of your life's trauma. And you probably shouldn't be telling me other people's life's trauma. Let me just say, when shit happens, you have got to talk to people who love you about it and find people who can relate no matter what you have gone through. I'm not even talking about just HSV now. I freaking promise you, you are not alone. I do not want to see another generation of young people grow up bottling shit up and thinking they're alone. And if you're not a quote-unquote young person, let me tell you, there's no time limit on finding peace and growth and support, that shit doesn't expire. So my mom and I chatted for a bit and she clicked around on my website and I tried to hurriedly scroll past episodes like sexuality after herpes and telling my hookup I have Herpes." Because my mom really does not need to see or hear those. And mom, if you disobeyed my wishes and are listening right now, look, just come on. You do not need to listen to or consume everything I put out, okay? You know the bottom line. I'm healthy and safe and confident, okay? That's it. And then she wanted to listen to an episode right then and right there with me. Now, I know this may not be the most relatable thing I'll ever say, but let me tell you. Listening to 16 minutes of myself saying the word herpes over and over, and talking graphically about oral sex, and how oral sex can pass HSV, and oral sex this, oral sex that, beside my mother, is not an experience I ever thought I would have, and I'd be okay with that. It was cringeworthy. For both of us. Everything I say is true and helpful. But at one point, around maybe the 7th time the word oral herpes came out of my mouth on the recording, my mom was like, I think that's enough for me for now. (laughs) Oh, lord! My mother is a gentle, gentle soul. And she has only ever been with one person. My dad. And this was a lot for her to take in. She was overwhelmed. I assured my mom I wouldn't be burning in hell, I have some great receipts to show the big guy up top, and now probably wasn't the time to tell her that I agree with Ariana Grande and that God is actually a woman, but we ended on a positive note, I think. We never talked about it again. It's been a while now, she may still be processing, I probably took three years off of her life, but that's what kids are for, shocking and appalling their parents. And you know, she wasn't completely unnerved, because when she was asking me about my current relationship status, she was trying to be like, a cool mom. And was like oh so it's just fun sex to which i was like ew mother please those words can never leave your mouth again i will vomit we're done here (laughs) oh god she thanked me for telling her actually i can't remember if she said those words exactly She did say it must have taken a lot for me to tell her, and she isn't quite sure where my audacious confidence comes from, but my brother and I both seem to have it, and for that she's thankful. Now, for the complete opposite reaction, let's talk about my brother. (laughs) I actually have three, but I'm closest to this one. The other two are... An uh, entire podcast series on their own. <laughs> Might talk about family dynamics and estrangements more as my series goes on and expands into other topics. I'm not sure. Anyways, my brother, who is annoyingly smart and annoyingly good at everything, who I'm closest in age to, we're three years apart. But in school, we were only two years apart because I was ahead. So he'd been showing me his website and asking me for feedback on it. I was like, Oh, what provider hosts your website? wix oh cool i have a wix website too naturally he wanted to see it but i was like uh maybe later he was like what the fuck why are you being weird and when he said that uh i knew i was being weird and shady and that's not the kind of person i want to be it sucks and it's lonely and it is weird and it makes me feel sick in my gut and annoyed with myself just show me it it's for your portfolio right uh you know not exactly oh i'll show you later just chill Now, I was actually less nervous to tell my brother because he doesn't give a shit about most things and will logic you into being chill about almost any topic, but I was also like, "Mm, yeah, talking about sexuality with my brother, uh, vomit in my mouth right now. But I'd already told him I had a podcast and he was getting annoyed with me for not showing it to him. So I went over to him and was like, yo, I'm going to show you my site now. It's not a topic that I'd particularly like to discuss with you, but uh, I have an SDI. (laughs) I just went straight in with him, unlike with my mom. And he took a second before being like, oh, okay, Uh, doesn't everyone have herpes? Who cares? It's not a big deal. And that's the one moment I wasn't annoyed by my brother for the extensive random knowledge he carries in his head, because he was absolutely right, as usual. Now here's where it gets into a bit of a hot topic. He said he knew this girl who had herpes, surprise, and she disclosed to the guy she was seeing after a few weeks, who then dipped out. He said that people don't need to tell their partners they have it because it's so common and not a big deal, so why go through that? He said that if 10 out of 10 of his guy friends found out a girl had herpes, they'd stop seeing her. To which I dead-eyed him and was like, no, they wouldn't. And he was like, yeah, every guy would. And I was like, no you're wrong. Every guy wouldn't. In my head, I was like, fucking Christ. How do I tell my brother he is so, so wrong without graphically explaining to him that I'm sexually active and have no problem getting someone to sleep with me? Like, sir, you're gonna have to trust me on this one. I think he got the message from my eyes because he didn't press the matter. (laughs) Now, wait, wait, wait. He had just said it wasn't a big deal, but then had also said every guy would run and you shouldn't tell people. There's so much contradiction in there. If it's not a big deal, why would people leave or care if you told them? His response? Well, because people are idiots and uninformed. Touché. Thinking everyone is an idiot, must run in the family. To which I replied, exactly. And I don't want to be with an uninformed dumbass. I want to be with a reasonable, logical person, so why would I not tell them? We went back and forth for a bit on this, debating the statistics of how many people are dumbasses or not, but that wasn't very productive, so I moved to my counter argument. This is health information, and something that most likely won't affect my partner because I'm aware of my body and practice safer sex, but it could, and I don't get to make health choices for other people. Well, (laughs) actually, it is a health choice I could make for other people. I choose not to make it for my partners because I don't want that shit on my conscience. I don't know how it will affect their body if they get it. I don't know how it will affect their headspace if they get it. I know very well what not getting to make that choice feels like. And then what if they do get it? And they find out later that I never shared it with them. Well, that's a great foundation of trust we're on now. I brought all this up to my broski, leaving out my other point that I'm trying to enjoy sex over here and I personally don't think I would be able to without letting my partner know because I'd be all up in my head. And one of the things she said was, they probably already have it. I probably already have it. I don't give a fuck. So why go through the whole talking about it thing if 80% of people don't get symptoms anyways? And we had been talking about the CDC and how they don't recommend testing because of the emotional impact and how the tests were so time sensitive and need improvements. And I'm not going to lie, my head started to spin. Like, holy fuck. Do I have to disclose? Have I put all this energy into becoming a master of disclosure over nothing? Did I make an entire podcast over nothing? Am I a delusional fucking dumbass? Huh. Wow, yeah. You know what? Like, fuck disclosure. Wait, 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 no. That can't be right. Or can it? no stop it sarah i felt like the kombucha girl meme with the face that's like "Mm, no well no you know like ah my head was exploding listen my brother has always been very convincing and means no harm we're having a great discussion about the facts and what's actually necessary or not I'm not sure why he's not a lawyer. He can give you facts on facts until you end up 180 degrees from where you started. But I was like, no, no, like, bro, like, you're not God. Making a choice that could affect someone else is not up to you. It's fucked if you think it is. And founding any relationship, whether it be hookup or serious or casual, on honesty and a splash of vulnerability can do wonders for that instant connection. And as we chatted, he did agree on some of that. And he said what he annoyingly always says, which is that there are arguments to be made on both sides. Now, (laughs) listen, if you're here, you already know what my opinion is on disclosure, blah, blah, blah. But I'm also not going to sit here and pretend that my point of view and my experience is the only side that exists. I've talked to people who haven't disclosed. I've talked to people who are questioning whether or not to disclose. I've seen situations that are really fucking complicated or just scary, and I've known people whose doctors have told them they don't need to. And often our doctor is the only person we've ever talked to about this. I'm not going to shit on anyone for that. Life is gray. It's not black and white. If you are listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, I think you probably already know what you want to do. And I don't think beating people up with a metaphorical baseball bat is helpful. All I can do is share my tools for living my life with HSV and i don't own a baseball bat now you might be like okay ho that's only two people out of an immediate family of six yeah so as i mentioned not everyone in my family is exactly in the picture unfortunately and as for say oh i don't know my dad <laughs> listen linda it's not happening my dad is a great guy in his own right but uh we ain't close like that if you are that's fucking awesome happy for you I also know a lot of people, much like me, have really complicated family dynamics and ties get broken along the way, or never formed in the first place. And over the years, I've really had to define what family means to me. To me, maybe because there's adoption in my extended family, but I've never defined family by blood. So if you're listening to this like, oh my god, I could never tell my family, just know that I get that. And there are some people that just definitely don't need to know the intimate details of your sexual health, but I do hope you challenge yourself to let the right ones know, because I promise it gets a whole lot easier after you do. I'm fully aware that not everyone has a personal website to pull up when they're telling their family they have herpes, but hey, fuck it, use mine. That's what it's there for. Be like, yo, this chick has herpes and so do I. I will be your disclosure buddy. Shout out to the woman who told me she accidentally blasted an episode of this on the car radio with a new guy she was meaning to tell. Ugh. That story brings me such great joy. We should all really start remembering to press pause on our devices before we plug in the aux cord in other people's vehicles, just as a general tip. But seriously, anything that will help you get real support in real life, because the internet is amazing, but it doesn't make up for a hug from a loved one. So in conclusion, my family still loves me, and as you probably know, my friends still love me, and I have a healthy dating life. So as awkward as that was... Telling my family that I have herpes left me with a light, lasting sense of ease, comfort, and satisfaction, just like a fluffy cupcake with all the sprinkles. Thanks for listening. Share this link with anyone you think would help, leave five-star reviews, and follow me on Instagram at Positively Positive Podcast. Check out the website PositivelyPositivePodcast.com for resources, tools, videos, and more amazing HSV content. If I've helped you and you'd like to say thanks, visit the support page for options, buy me a coffee, join the Patreon, or get yourself a Positively Positive sticker. If you just want to say hi, email me at positivelypositivepodcast at gmail.com or leave me a voicemail on Anchor. I'm out here, okay? It will always be me reading all your messages. You are not alone. I'm living positively positive, and you can too.